What's up, everybody? I'm David Hain, and I'd like to welcome you to episode 35 of the A to D from Addict to Disciple podcast. I'd like to give a big shout out to our new listeners from Blecking, Sweden. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to support taking this podcast to more people in more countries, click on the support link in this episode's description. Your donation of any amount could change a life. When we come back, we'll get into our episode entitled Short Game versus Long Game. Welcome back. I first heard about the idea of the short game or the long game in reference to the game of golf. The short game involves the chip shots around the green and putting on the green. The long game in golf usually refers to the shots off the tee or from the fairway when you're still far away from the flag. For this episode, we're going to look at the aspects of the short game and the long game in reference to recovery and our lifestyle. Because addiction is all about the short game, getting what we want now, taking a drug or drink that we need to feel normal, we need to break that cycle. The short game is grabbing things that are easy, that happen quickly, taking shortcuts. In addiction, a lie protects you. It can get you what you need. A lie can get us some money. Do you remember the lies you told when you were begging people for money in your addiction? You know, when you said you needed money for the bus or for some food. Because if you actually said, I need money for my next fix or my next drink, no one would give it to you. But as we start in our recovery, we need the short game just to stay clean and sober. We may need to go to detox. AA and NA encourages you to go to 90 meetings in your first 90 days of sobriety. We may need to find any job to start bringing some money so that we can find a place to stay and start paying off our costs and fines. There's definitely a huge benefit in approaching our recovery one day at a time as we start that journey. The short game in recovery talks about people, places, and things that you need to avoid because they might lead you to relapse. We can begin to make the transition though from short game thinking to long game thinking while we are still early in our recovery. Some examples of this would be, first, begin to practice patience. You can get caught up in the demands of today, this hour, this minute, and end up with stress, anxiety, and feeling miserable. So when you start your day and already have messages backed up on your phone or to-do lists or people who need to talk to you right now, pause, take a deep breath, and consider what really needs to be done today. Canadian Maxime Lagasse, who I'll quote a few times in this episode, said, 
If you focus on results and finding shortcuts, you'll get impatient. If you focus on the process and doing the right thing, you'll be unstoppable. Second, make your abstinence sustainable. Practice saying no before the temptation lures you in. Avoid putting yourself in risky situations and begin to choose friends more focused on recovery than you are. Third, focus on the positive. Maybe you could begin a gratitude journal. Identify things, people, or topics of conversation that tend to bring out your negativity and perhaps practice listening or keeping your opinions to yourself. Fourth, avoid pressure. It's hard to find peace and enjoy life when you're always reacting to pressure that someone else put on you. The pressure to strive for excellence has been preached from various Bible verses and spoken by philosophers for so long that we feel the pressure to be perfect at every single thing, every time. But I like the quote by NBA Hall of Famer Pat Riley. He said, excellence is the gradual result of always striving to do better. So it's a natural evolution of learning from our mistakes and planning strategies to avoid mistakes or do better next time. I read a sign once that said, I'm not perfect, I'm only human. So if I make a mistake, read that first sentence again. I think those are great words to live by. Our fifth thought for changing our thinking from short game to long game is practice telling the truth. Always remember, as a test to check your thinking, that in a short game, especially the short game of addiction, a lie protects you. But in the long game of recovery, the truth secures you. Maxime Lagasse said, and I quote, telling the truth seems risky in the short term, but the truth builds something in the long term. Telling lies seems safe in the short term, but destroys everything in the long term. So how do we go from beginning long-term thinking to actually living the long game in recovery? The long game in recovery involves having a long-term plan, long-term goals, or doing things now to set you up for the future. It involves planning and strategy. It's more like playing chess, thinking three or four moves ahead. The short game is more like ping pong. Hit the ball that's in front of you and hope you get it over the net. The short game focuses in on one day at a time. The long game looks at the future and at you becoming an overcomer. So how do we establish a healthy lifestyle that helps us become overcomers. Well, I'd like to look back at the people, places, and things, but this time look at them from a long game perspective. 
I'll give you five examples for each. First, people. What characteristics do you look for in the people you want to establish relationship with and hang out with? Well, in the long game, number one, look for people who inspire you by what they have accomplished. Number two, look for people who motivate you and encourage you in your journey. Number three, look for people who are passionate about things that matter to them. Number four, find people who are grateful for the simple things in life. And number five, look for people who are open-minded, who stir you to stop seeing that everything is black and white and start seeing all the possibilities. Next, let's look at the places. What would you look for in finding a safe place to live and work in recovery? Number one, you could find a sober living house where you're surrounded by like-minded people. Number two, find a neighborhood that you enjoy going out for a walk and being outside. Number three, find a community that is full of life, full of energy, and the arts. Number four, find a community that is friendly, where people greet each other and laughter is a common sound that you hear. Number five, find a community that is growing and changing for the better. Okay, our third aspect are the things. So what things can you be doing personally to enhance a healthy long game lifestyle? Number one, stay active in practicing and growing in your spirituality. That can involve activities like prayer, meditation, contemplation, quiet time, music, or reading. Number two, focus on healthy eating and exercise. Nutrition is important and being able to keep our body in shape is also important because they keep us motivated. Number three, serve others, volunteer, give back, be a sponsor or a peer support person. Nothing can make us feel better than helping others. Number four, stay active in recovery specific things like meetings, groups, podcasts, or books. And number five, do fun things. Build fun activities in your life and get out there and do them. Okay, did you catch all 15 of those? Why is it so important to incorporate all of them into your life and lifestyle? Because we're focusing on becoming an overcomer and we're choosing to play the long game in recovery. And that means not choosing shortcuts or the easy way out. Maxime Lagasse said, take your time, play the long game, embrace the boring the difficulties, the uncomfortable, this is how it will happen. Do you get that? In the long game, 
in effect, we have to suffer a little today for a long-term victory. What are you willing to do without today in order to get the future you want? Put your focus on building a new life, sustaining and maintaining your recovery. The long game looks at the journey, avoiding the potholes in the road along the way, ignoring the billboards that tempt you to take an exit for temporary pleasure or instant gratification. Your life journey will have normal detours, will have a flat tire, will have hills to climb. It's a long and winding road, but I want to encourage you to enjoy the ride. Find a light in the scenery. Push through today's pain for tomorrow's comfort. And remember, endurance and perseverance build the character that will keep you in sobriety. I'd like to close with a quote by American writer and educator Debbie Millman. She said, build something meaningful rather than build something fast. The length of time it takes you to succeed is generally a good measure about how long you will be able to sustain and enjoy it. Thanks for listening to this episode of the A to D from Addict to Disciple podcast. Tune in Monday for our next episode. If you'd like one-on-one counseling, or if you want to start or join an online group using the From A to D curriculum and podcasts, go to my website, www.fromatod.org, and click on the contact page, or leave me a message on Anchor. We're currently counseling people all around the world on Zoom, WhatsApp, Skype, So we're available on any format. Just reach out and give us a message. As always, stay safe and stay strong.